You are listening to the Tech Chef Podcast, episode number 30, November 24th, 2020. This show is produced in partnership with Hospitality Technology and Restaurant Technology Network. Smarter hotels, smarter restaurants. Hi, this is Stephen Sperry, CEO of Minnow, and you're listening to Skip on the Tech Chef Podcast. Strategy, business continuity. How about a taste test of restaurant technology? Drive through or curbside, mobile apps or AI. It's all on the menu. Cook it up for the day. It's a recipe for success. You're in good hands with a tech chef. Make a plan to be your best. Strategize with the tech chef. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Tech Chef Podcast. This is your host, Skip Kimple, coming to you from my studios in Orlando, Florida, for yet another restaurant and hospitality technology-filled show that will inspire new ideas, introduce you to new and upcoming technologies, and just give you an all-around strategic approach to make you more successful. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much for taking the time to download this show and make sure that you subscribe using your favorite podcasting tool so that you don't miss a single episode. Also, please don't forget to give us a five-star review to continue to help this show grow. A quick reminder that I mentioned on last week's show, remember that next week, Hospitality Technology, in conjunction with HTNG, is presenting Hotel Next, a simulated hotel experience. I am really looking forward to this conference, and I will be covering all three days right here on The Tech Chef. As a matter of fact, I have a very interesting uh, session during that series entitled, What Hotels Can Learn From Restaurants. While I certainly don't pretend to fully understand the hotel industry, I truly believe that restaurants have been much more flexible and scrappy compared to hotels in order to compensate for the changes that hit us over the head for the past eight months. I will share a couple of new concepts that you might not have considered previously that could very possibly bring in additional revenue streams for your hotels. It's worth a listen. This will definitely be an event that you want to attend. To register and to learn more, go to ht-next.com. Today is part two of our Food Locker series. Joining me is Stephen Sperry, CEO of Minnow, who will talk about how their product is different and how you can easily expand your business and your food distribution guest options with their devices. Steven Sperry is a technology entrepreneur. His first startup, an enterprise software company, went public in 1999 and was valued at over $2 billion. He also founded the Consortium for Service Innovation, an industry standard setting body. Most recently, he served as entrepreneur in residence for a startup accelerator in Portland, Maine. Stephen co-founded Minnow in 2017 and hasn't looked back since. Minnow is on a mission to create a better food delivery and pickup experience with its contact-free pickup pods, which keep food secure and people safe. Pickup pods can be used anywhere that food is delivered or picked up. The result of a three-year, human-centered design journey, the Minnow Pickup Pod enables food service operators and commercial property managers 
to provide a safer and more convenient food pickup experience. Enjoy. Uh, Hi, Skip. Well, thank you for having me on the show. I'm excited to be here. Uh, My background is primarily in software, enterprise software. Um, I started my first company right out of graduate school. It was an enterprise software company that developed software for customer support. Um, And then from there, I went on and founded and ran two other software companies. So Minnow is my fourth company. So just curious, what was your other software companies you started up? Well, the first one was a customer support software uh, product, primarily used by large corporations like Microsoft, Intel, uh, Hewlett-Packard. And it helped them provide more efficient, uh, lower-cost customer support. And my second company was a software company that made online education software. This was a little bit too early. Uh, This was in 2001, uh, right at the time that the uh, tech bubble collapsed. Um, But it was a great experience. And then from there, I went on to start a third software company, which made energy efficiency software. And that was designed to reduce the electrical power consumption on large networks of computers. And our software was used by primarily large companies and large organizations, uh, large school districts, colleges, universities. Uh, NASA was a customer, for example. Well, NASA, that's pretty pretty darn impressive. Um, I'm curious, what made you delve into the restaurant industry? Maybe you can talk about how Minnow was born. Uh, well, that's a great question. So I was living in Portland, Maine at the time I had the idea for Minnow, and I was um, out walking my dog. And I had a craving for a bagel. And there's a great bakery about 10 minutes from Portland, Maine, that has just the most wonderful bagels. But I didn't want to spend 10 minutes driving there and then waiting in line and another 10 minutes driving back just to get a bagel. And I also thought if I were to use a delivery service uh, like a DoorDash or an Uber Eats, it would probably cost me $10 to have a $2 bagel delivered to me. And that didn't make sense. So I started to think there must be a way to deliver food less expensively. And then I thought, well, I bet there are a lot of other people in downtown Portland who would love to have something from this bakery, Um, but they're facing the same dilemma that I'm facing. They don't want to drive there and they don't want to pay a high cost for having the food delivered. So if there was a way we could pool all of their orders and then send those orders to the bakery, have the bakery make all of that food at one time and then deliver it in a single trip to downtown Portland, and then have a way for that food to be distributed to all the people who ordered, you would potentially reduce the cost of delivery by an order of magnitude. And I realized that that is a fundamentally new delivery model that could change the economics of food delivery. And that's how the idea for Minnow was born. And as you know, this is a food locker series, mini series that we're doing on the Tech Chef. So I think it's important to talk about the business case for food lockers you know, what is the need for it and what does it solve for? Well, that's also a great question. So I, I think the best way to think about that question is to, is to use an analogy. And that is food delivery is fundamentally different from package delivery. With food delivery, a consumer orders something from a restaurant, for example. Somebody gets in a car, drives to the restaurant, picks up that item, and then drives back and delivers it to you. That is a very expensive way to deliver something. And as a result of that, the commissions that restaurants pay to food delivery services are very high. They typically range between 25 and 35%. And studies have shown that the more delivery orders restaurants handle, the less profitable they are. For the consumer, the cost is also high. Typically, if you order an item, by the time you add all the fees and the delivery charges, 
it could almost double the cost of the item. If you look at package delivery, package delivery is fundamentally different. With package delivery, orders are aggregated and collected and delivered at one time. So you, for example, we all, we've all seen the FedEx UPS vehicles or the Amazon Prime vehicles driving around town. Those vehicles are full of packages and they are delivered typically to buildings and locations where there are package lockers or uh, mail rooms um, where the packages can be efficiently delivered and then picked up by the people who ordered them. So it occurred to us that the same model would work for food delivery. But to make that model work, you need to have a quote-unquote food locker where the food can be dropped off by the delivery person and then picked up by the consumer. And the current model for food delivery requires what we call synchronous delivery, which means you, the consumer has to meet the delivery person at a certain time in a certain place for a handoff. And that's not convenient for the consumer, and it's not efficient for the delivery person as well. So with this new model, food can be delivered, the delivery driver can move on to the next delivery, and the consumer can pick up whenever it's convenient. So I think the, the question begs for an answer, you know, why use technology for this? You know, there's the uh, cubby style, aka Panera, Panera style of um, pickup, why not use low tech instead of high tech? Because I think I think restaurants from an ROI perspective are thinking out there, why would I spend money and resources to implement this when I can just do what Panera's doing? You know, I can just uh, put put the food on a in a little cubby hole and, and make that happen. Sure, I think that's a great great question. And I think pickup shelves are sort of the first evolution of the pickup experience. Um, and it makes a lot of sense. Over the last five or so years, restaurants have seen a dramatic increase in online ordering. And as the number of online orders and delivery orders increased, restaurants found that they had a problem on their hands. They had all of these orders that are packaged up and ready to be picked up, and they needed a place to set them so that the consumers could, or the delivery people, could come into the restaurant, find their order, pick it up, and leave. And so the natural solution was to put a shelf in there. The problem with the shelf system is that as the number of orders grows, it becomes less and less manageable. Uh, and we've observed this in our uh, field studies where we've gone to restaurants that have shelf-based systems and large numbers of orders, anywhere from 15 to 30 or 40 orders sitting on those shelves waiting to be picked up. And we've observed consumers scanning the shelves, looking for their orders, perhaps finding them, perhaps not. If they don't find them, they would typically uh, interrupt a restaurant employee and ask, where's my order? Uh, and then they'd have to stand there as orders were put on the shelf and then go check them to see if that was their order. Um, there was also a problem with what they call shrinkage, which is when somebody takes either inadvertently takes uh, the wrong order or uh, somebody uh, steals an order. Or perhaps we've seen instances where Orders are set on shelves, and they may, the order may include uh, two bags or may include a bag and a drink, and the consumer will come, they'll see the bag, they grab the bag and leave, and when they get home, they realized they didn't get their whole order because they didn't realize that the thing that was sitting next to the bag was also part of their order. This was all pre-COVID. Now, with COVID, you have the additional safety factor of people touching or potentially coughing on uh, other people's food. Um, and that's a consumer concern that we, we uh, have identified through our own research. We've talked to people, uh, hundreds of consumers, about their current pickup experience, 
And we found out that consumers want a better pickup experience than the one they're getting today. So they're telling us by overwhelming margins, for example, that they want their food kept in a secure compartment while it's waiting to be picked up so that nobody can touch or tamper with it. Uh, they're also telling us that they want their food kept in an insulated compartment so that it doesn't get cold. And we've all had the experience of getting to a restaurant, finding that our order has been sitting uh, on a shelf for 20 minutes and it's now cold. That's not a great customer experience. So there's a lot of reasons to sort of uh, evolve from a shelf-based pickup model to a locker-based pickup model. And they primarily have to do with improving the pickup experience for the consumers and also reducing the, uh, the labor cost and the cost of shrinkage for the restaurants. All right. So you just hit on my next question. You're actually your, your own best segue into what I was going to lead into. And that is, you know, how the food lockers solve for off-premise strategies, uh, especially the pickup challenge and waste, spoilage, you know, et cetera. You know, how many times an order is missed or picked up by the wrong person. Food security and chain of custody, I think, is huge in the COVID world. And when we get past the COVID world, I truly believe that's always going to be on the people's minds in our generation of, you know, who who touched it, how many people touched it, and who was it exposed to? You know, what, what I think is also important is, and we're going to get into this a little bit more when we talk specifically about your product, but, you know, how do we manage these orders? And really what you've put into place is a system where it's a hands-off situation, no pun intended. Uh, actually, pun intended, I apologize. <laughs> I always give people a hard time when I say no pun intended and they really did mean a pun there. Um, but you, you really created a system that uh, allows for this hands-off scenario. Now, you had mentioned that uh, from a consumer's perspective, that is what they want from their restaurant experience. So let me ask you, what is that current demand for this type of off-premise solution? Maybe the consumers have told you that this is what they want, but how does that translate down to a restaurant? Are restaurants coming to you and saying, we got to solve for this problem because this is what customers want? Yes, they are. In, in short, um, we've seen a, a significant increase in interest in our technology since uh, COVID. I think COVID is, is accelerating a uh, a transformation in the food service industry that was already underway before the pandemic began. Um, changing consumer preferences were really driving a transformation of the food service industry toward contact-free technologies, simply for the reason that they're more convenient. You know, whenever you can conduct a transaction without having to interact with another person, it's going to be faster and more convenient. Now, we don't always want to do that. Sometimes we want to have that human touch, that human interaction. But other times we're in a hurry. Uh, we don't want to have that human interaction. We don't want to stand in line and, and ask somebody for our order. We just want to walk into the restaurant, grab our food, and, and then leave. Um, and so the Minnow solution really is designed for uh, that type of a contactless experience. Um, but there's more than that. You know, we've all had the experience of getting to the restaurant, as I said earlier, finding that our food's been sitting out, that it's that's cold now. We've all had the experience of getting to the restaurant and finding that our food is not ready to pick up, and we have to wait 10, 15 minutes while it's being made. Um, and, and so in order to solve this problem, we felt that a solution like the one that we've developed um, could address all of these issues. You know, we know from our surveys, again, that con consumers want to get a notification when their order is ready to be pick up, picked up. They don't want an estimate. They don't want to be told your order will be ready in 20 to 40 minutes. 
they want to get a notification that says your order is now ready to pick up. Um, come and get it. They want to get a reminder notification if they don't pick up within a certain period of time. Um, and when they do get to the restaurant, they want to be able to walk in, access their food from a secure insulated compartment where it's been kept hot if it's hot food or cold if it's cold food, and then be able to leave without having to get somebody's attention or search through a shelf that might have you know literally 30 orders waiting to be picked up. Minnow calls their devices pods instead of lockers because the industry term is food lockers. Now, I am doing this series because I personally believe this is one of the next big trends that we're going to see. It's a little under the radar right now, but as I talk to my colleagues, it is becoming more and more part of the conversation. So you call yourself pods versus cubbies or lockers. Is there like a negative thought about locker, like a gym locker or something like that, or an Amazon locker? I mean, if you're putting food in there, is that why you call yourself pods instead of lockers? That's exactly right. So the the minnow pickup pod is the result of a human-centered design journey that took us three years, involved multiple generations of prototypes, thousands of hours of field testing, uh, literally uh, thousands of food deliveries and pickups, and hundreds and hundreds of hours of interviews with consumers. And one of the things we learned when we spoke with consumers is that they don't like their, the idea of picking up food from something called a locker. And that's simply because of the reason that you brought up, Skip, which is that lockers tend to have associations with gyms and, and stinky tennis shoes or maybe train stations and illicit transactions. <laughs> uh, and, and so with, when you're picking up your food, you don't want to sort of have those kinds of associations. So we, we coined a new term uh, that we felt was more food friendly. And that also reflects that our, our solution is designed specifically for food. There's a lot of reasons why you would not want to use an Amazon locker or any sort of locker system for food pickup. For one thing, the compartments, uh, which we call cubbies, the compartments are not insulated. Uh, so the food is going to quickly get cold if you put it into an uninsulated compartment. Um, the compartments are not designed for easy cleaning, for example. They have 90-degree corners inside, which are hard to clean. Uh, as you know, <clears throat> most uh, uh, restaurant uh, surfaces in the kitchen have angled corners to make them easy to wipe down and to prevent the growth of bacteria and mold. Um, our compartments are also lit from within. We learned from experience that consumers don't like the idea of reaching into a dark compartment to get their food. They want to know that their food is in a clean, uh, well-lit, sanitary compartment um, because they're going to be eating that food. So. So we've designed a solution that really is tailored to the unique requirements and nuances of food. So let's talk about the format of your lockers. If a restaurant comes, wants to come to you right now and you know, discuss what a food locker is going to look like within their facility, I mean, what, what does that look like? Do you have multiple formats? Um, well, we're, we're going to market with our first minnow pickup pod model, which is a 10-cubby model. So one of the things we've done, if you compare, for example, our solution with other solutions on the market, you're going to, you're going to notice a, a very stark difference, or well, a couple of very stark differences. One is our unit is much smaller. It takes up less than three square feet of floor space. And the reason we did that is that we recognize that restaurants, when they were designed and laid out, were not designed to accommodate a system like this. And what we don't want to do is we don't want to say to the restaurant owner or the ghost kitchen owner, well, in order to accommodate a food pickup solution like this, you're going to have to rip out a wall. 
uh, or a counter or something like that. So by making the unit compact, it can go just about anywhere. All it requires is a standard 120-volt electrical outlet, and it can connect to any Wi-Fi or cellular network. It takes less than 30 minutes to install a, a minnow a pickup pod. Um, so that was one of the, the, the key considerations in the design. We also recognize that unlike, for example, an Amazon locker uh, or any other locker system, there's no input device on the minnow pickup pod. There's no touchscreen. There's no keypad. There's no QR code scanner. And the reason for that is those things take up space, and that space could be used to store food. What you want to do with a pickup solution like this is you want to get the most food in the smallest footprint. So our input device is the smartphone. We recognize that everybody has a smartphone. A smartphone is like a supercomputer. It can do anything, and it can control any device. So the way you open a, a, a cubby on a minnow pickup pod is by tapping a button on your smartphone. And the benefit of that, which we did not anticipate when we designed it, because this was before the pandemic began, is that you don't actually have to touch uh, a touchscreen or a keypad that many other people have been touching. Um, so there's a safety benefit of that as well. So what if a customer forgets to bring their phone with them? Well, that, that does happen. But in that case, the restaurant can easily open the cubby by just tapping a button on the dashboard. Cool. So you just talked about the technology piece behind it, which obviously I was going to lead into since we have so many restaurant technologists listening to the show. Let me just take just a minor step back. Uh, you talked about the form of the minopods. Uh, let's talk about, you just talked about an ambient um, type of pod. Do you have heated or cold pods or are they just the ambient pods? They're just ambient temperature devices. And there's a very good reason for that. We did initially early on build a refrigerated prototype. And we realized that that had a couple of major disadvantages. One is it's very expensive. It literally more than doubles the, the unit cost. And then, of course, now you have maintenance issues associated with that. Uh, the other reason is if you have a refrigerated pod, then you cannot accept hot food. And if you have a heated pod, then you cannot put cold food in it. And so if you're thinking about, you know, food pickup at a, at a restaurant or food delivery to, to an office or residential building, it's not going to be always hot or always cold. Oftentimes it's a mix. Some hot orders are delivered, some cold orders, you know, salads, sushi, things like that. And sometimes a single order might have both hot and cold elements. So we realized that by creating in individually insulated cubbies, we could preserve the temperature long enough to keep the food fresh while it's waiting to be picked up. And over the course of 7,000 food deliveries and pickups through our system, we found that the average dwell time was about 14 and a half minutes. That's the time between when the food was put into the minnow pod and when it was picked up. So the food is not in there long enough to really justify the expense and the disadvantages of active temperature control. And I don't disagree with that, certainly. Um, I just wanted to ask for our listeners' benefit because I truly believe the technology should should solve for the dwell time. And that, once again, it's, it's how long that food's been sitting in the locker. So if you have your technology aligned, that dwell time should be minimal. Let's talk about the use case scenarios for um, minopod in, in particular. Uh, for instance, uh, when I was talking to Christopher uh, before you and I got on the phone, we were talking about that group delivery concept. Maybe we can dig into that and maybe some other use case scenarios as well. Sure. Well, we've already talked about the first use case, which is in-store pickup. And that's where a pod is in a restaurant, a ghost kitchen, a food hall, 
perhaps a cafeteria, and it's used for picking up online orders and as well as delivery orders. The second use case is what we call open delivery. And that's where a minnow pod is put into an office building, perhaps a multifamily residential building, a hospital, a college, assisted living facility, anywhere that food is delivered. In that use case, someone might order food on DoorDash or Postmates or even from a local restaurant, and the food is delivered to the minnow pickup pod and then picked up at a convenient time by the consumer. The third use case, which is the one that we think is potentially the most disruptive and was really the inspiration uh, for the company uh, originally, is what we call scheduled group delivery. And that's where orders are pooled and collected and delivered at one time. And so the idea here is to reduce the cost of delivering food by delivering multiple orders at the same time. And so we have a lot of experience with this use case. We've operated it uh, in Portland, Oregon in uh, 2019. We had our you know, pickup pods in seven office buildings. And the tenants in those office buildings would order lunch uh, before a certain cutoff time in the morning. Uh, those lunch orders were then sent to local restaurants. They would make the food. And then uh, we had a delivery partner, a last mile food logistics company that would pick up the orders and deliver them to the network of minnow pods. That was an extremely efficient way to deliver food. We found that our average delivery cost was around 85 cents. That's about an order of magnitude lower than uh, the current uh, food delivery services um, uh, cost of delivering an order. And the reason for that is very simple. You know, if you deliver 20 orders with one trip, it's going to be a lot cheaper than making 20 separate trips. And I love that. And let me give you a use case scenario where I, I could definitely use that. Downtown Orlando, we have a city hall location. We are directly connected to the city hall. And we were trying to solve for these individuals that wanted breakfast and lunch delivered to their desks. And this would have been a great opportunity to put a minnow pod within City Hall, you know, an area where the employees could go to a branded scenario, you know, branded pod. That would be pretty cool. Where at a certain time we could, you know, if they took if we took their orders, they could actually have their orders delivered to their pod. They would be notified, hey, your order's ready. You go to the text message, you open the locker, and there's your food. So that would have been a, a great scenario for our, our city hall location. Let's talk about um, other verticals, for instance, hotels, a lot of hotel operators and decision makers listens to this show. So how can minnow pods be integrated into the operational and the off-premise or the food delivery aspect for hotels? Well, that's a great question. I think there's a lot of different opportunities, different use cases uh, for technology like this. With respect to hotels, you know, a couple of thoughts come to mind. You know, some hotels don't have on-site food service. So if you're staying in a hotel like that and you want to have food delivered you, uh, or you want food, you either have to have it delivered to you or you have to go to the restaurant. So having a minnow pod in the lobby of the hotel, I think, would be a terrific amenity um, for those hotels that don't have their own on-site food service. It would be a way for them to offer sort of a convenient food amenity without having the expense of actually setting up a restaurant or a cafeteria on site. Um, for those hotels that do have food service options, you know, one of the challenges they're facing is, is how to provide a socially distant, safe food pickup experience for their hotel guests. Um, many hotel restaurants are, are shut down right now because of the pandemic or they're operating on limited capacity. Uh, and the pickup experience is not particularly convenient. I, I was staying at a hotel recently 
uh, and uh, I was able to order from from room service, but then I had to go down to the lobby and 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 wait for them to you know finish the order, and then the person who handed it to me wasn't wearing a mask. It wasn't a great experience. So in a scenario like that, you could have a minnow pickup pod uh, in the in the food service operation, and the consumer could have a sort of a contact-free pickup, or you could conceivably even put them on each floor of the hotel. Um, so instead of just uh, a room service a person showing up at your door and coming into your room with food, the food could be delivered to the minnow pod at the end of the hallway. You get your notification. You just step out of your room briefly, pick up your food, um, and it's a completely contactless experience. Uh, one last piece in regards to your system. Let's talk about reporting. What kind of reporting can a restaurant or hotel get in regards to how the minnow pod is performing? Well, this is this really this question really illustrates sort of one of the uh, important benefits of a system like ours over a shelf-based system. So, if you have a shelf-based system, you have basically no metrics. Uh, you don't know how long the food has been sitting out there. Um, you don't know the average uh, pickup time. You don't know necessarily how often the wrong order is taken. Um, there's really no way to collect that data because it's such a manual process. With the Minnow system. The Minnow Pickup Pod is an IoT device, Internet of Things. So it's connected to the cloud-based Minnow software platform. So whenever food goes into the pod, we know that that happens. And whenever food is picked up, we know that it happens. So we can collect a very robust set of metrics that show how many orders are picked up, how long they're in the pod on average, who's picking them up, whether it's a consumer uh, picking up an online order or a delivery person picking up a delivery order. Um, so there's a whole bunch of metrics that can be generated. We can tell you, for example, how often orders are not picked up. Uh, that's called the abandon rate. Um, uh, we can tell you what the average dwell time is. We can tell you how often people have to be reminded to pick up. Uh, there's just a number of metrics that our system automatically collects and generates that I think would be very valuable uh, for the restaurants. Now, when Christopher and I were speaking prior to you coming on to the show, he had mentioned that you guys were at the Smart Kitchen Summit. You had won some award for that, correct? Uh, yes, that's correct. We we were the winner of the Smart Kitchen Summit uh, Showcase Award for the most innovative food tech um, uh, product of 2020. That's pretty impressive. Congratulations on that. Thank for, you. Thank you, you. You know, as I work through this progress of learning about your company, I demoed your lockers virtually online via Zoom conference, which was absolutely amazing. I encourage any of our listeners out there that are interested in food locker technology, um, schedule a demo with Minnow to see how this works. It it is very impressive and and it is interactive with the individual that's taking the call. Leads into the question, how does somebody learn more and make contact with you and your team? Uh, Well, the first thing they can do is they can go to our website which is uh, minnowpod.com, uh, and there's quite a bit of information. You can download the data sheets. Um, they can t- uh, see information about the different use cases uh, that the, the pod can, uh, can be used in. Um, and then if they want further information, then we have a contact form on our website that they can provide a little bit of information about their, their situation and the problem they're trying to solve and submit that uh, to our team. Uh, and then we can uh, set up a demo, as you yourself observed. Uh, it's it's a it's a very easy system to demonstrate. Uh, it's pretty cool to watch it. If you haven't seen it before, uh, we gave a demo last week to a customer, and she said that's the best Zoom demo I've seen all year. <laughs> uh, 
So it's uh, it's really easy to learn about the Minopod, and um, you know we think the number of applications for this technology are just enormous. You know it's hard to forecast the future. We live in very uncertain times, but um, our feeling is that five years from now this technology will be uh, ubiquitous. You know it'll be in, in in most restaurants and food service operations. It'll be in most workplaces, in most residential buildings. You know it'll be in schools. You know you'll be able to uh, order a meal when you buy your ticket on Expedia and pick up your meal when you get to the airplane gate from a minopod as you board the plane. I mean, there's so many applications. Stephen, thank you so much for sharing your insights and experience today and spending some time with the tech chef. Uh, Please stay safe out there and keep up the great work your company is doing. I think this is the next big thing. Obviously, we'll see how that plays out, but I think you're in the right place at the right time. Well, thanks a lot, Skip. I really uh, appreciated uh, the opportunity to speak to your audience today. you enjoyed these past two episodes on food lockers and food pods from the feedback i've received thus far it sounds like this has been something on many of your minds for a while or has at least been discussed within your organization both apex and minnow are great options for you to look at during your evaluation process my goal which hopefully i achieved is to have picked up the phone for you and had the discussion with them that you were hoping to have, but you just haven't found the time to do so. As always, I'd love to hear from you and continue to encourage you to interact with this show. That is how we make this journey we are taking together truly interactive. You can reach out to me at anything social at Skip Kimple. And when I say anything social, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, you can always go to skipkimple.com where you can get the show notes for this show and every single other episode that I've posted. And of course, you can always call our comment hotline, 954-302-0851. As a matter of fact, do me a favor, pick up the phone, leave me a message, let me know what you have truly been thankful for this year. This upcoming Thursday, we have a very special Thanksgiving Day episode for you, and this is going to be a totally unscripted show, just you and me talking about what I've been thankful during this tough year that we've all faced. In the face of adversity, it is so important to put a positive spin on things and keep your vision moving forward. Whether you listen to this show on Thanksgiving Day or throughout the holiday weekend, I think this is something that we all need. The message of hope, positivity, and of course, inspiration. By the way, since I mentioned hope, are you hoping that you won the DTIQ video and analytics package giveaway? Well, we have been running this contest for this past month, and it will be announced on Thursday's episode. Yep, you're going to have to tune in to see if you won. I am so excited for the official start of the holiday season, and I hope you are excited as well. It really is my favorite time of the year. And having said that, I'm going to sign off until Thanksgiving Day. So until then, please travel safe, stay healthy, and stay hungry, my friends. Thank you.